Quality, not quantity. How many times have I said that on this podcast? I've said it so many times, I had to go back and look at my episode list to make sure I didn't already dedicate an entire episode to this topic. And yes, I have talked about it, but I haven't focused on it. And I want to come back to that thought because something happened the other day, a few days ago, professionally, that made me go back to that. And the thing is, I live by that phrase. Everything is always quality, not quantity. And I think too often we forget about that and we just want more, more, more. So I want to focus on less is more and talk a little bit about, ruminate a little bit about our obsession, our fixation on getting more of everything. Welcome to my podcast. This is Charlie Tate and you're listening to Tater Thoughts. I'm so excited you guys are here, by the way. I I don't say that enough. I don't give you guys enough appreciation because I really do love that I get to touch so many of you as indirectly as it is, as much as I don't even know about it. You know, I, I, I don't know. Probably most of you guys, I, I, I know you're listening from around the world, so I certainly know I haven't met most of you. But it's fascinating to me that we can connect across the world like this these days and the things that technology brings us, right? But anyway, yes, thank you for joining me today. And I'm going to talk about my thing, quality, not quantity. Another reason this popped into my brain again was because I was perusing my pins on Pinterest. And I have this board. I have a few different boards of expression and emotion and wise words and that sort of thing. And I think on my wise words board, I probably have quality versus quantity in countless different typography art. It, it, it's, I just love it. I, I love that thought and I like to focus on it because it keeps me from wanting more and more and more. But how do we do that on a daily basis? How do we stay dedicated to that mindset? How do we get out of this attachment, this obsession with likes and follows and views? And you guys know what I'm getting at. I'm talking about social media and forums and the way we exist digitally. A few episodes ago, I talked about how we all have two lives. And no, this is not the Confucius quote I love so much. We all have two lives. We have the real life. We have the real life. And then we have our online lives, which inevitably don't encompass who we really are. I think we like to think that we're giving away an authentic self to the world. But that's... It's, I won't say it's fabricated, but it's certainly not entirely truthful because I can guarantee that every single one of you, myself included, is very picky about what we put out there for the world or even our closest friends and family to see. Maybe there are some that share everything. They don't give it a second thought. Everything is just out there. But I think for most of us, we're fairly strategic about those moments we give to the world. We like to think we are giving away our best selves, that we're forming this thing that is who we really are. But I I don't even think that's possible because 
I think most of us don't know who we really are through most of our lives. We're shifting, we're changing, we're always evolving. The only constant is change, which can either be a scary thing or an inspiring thing. And I don't know how I got on this tangent. But back to quality versus quantity, as I'm I'm mostly talking about this want to have it all online. Yes, it's possible to just want more, more, more in our material lives. We want to fill our houses with things. We want to fill our lives with things. We have to fill collections with things. And we have to have this. And we have to have more. You know, I want it all. I can't wait to talk about that song from Queen. (laughs) It's a good one. It's a great one. Brian May. But yes, we want it all, don't we? It's so hard to not want more, to feel slighted, to feel like we deserve more. And I think in the online world, it's so easy to go there. It's a competition, isn't it? Maybe not with anyone else but yourself. It's a competition to get more attention and likes and to get more respect and to get more appreciation and to get more, what's the word I'm looking for here? To be seen. You know what I mean? It's not even about being noticed necessarily. It's about being seen. It's about being recognized as a kindred person. We all want to feel that connection. This person gets me. And I think the more likes, the more views we get on videos and the more interactions we have, it makes us feel like we belong. So we have this need to just get more. I'll be the first to admit when I share something or something is shared with me in it or however that goes, when it gets a lot of attention, it's a pretty inspiring and Wow, the adrenaline, you know? Wow, I'm getting all this attention. Or this thing that I'm a part of is getting all this attention. It's invigorating. It makes us feel necessary. It makes us feel like we mean something. You know? It makes us feel like we matter. So we chase that feeling all the time. And we let it dominate our thoughts, and our emotions. That's the worst part. We let it dominate how we feel. So when we share something with our people or the world and it completely falls, it gets no attention, people just don't notice it because let's face it, everybody's got their own big lives, which from everybody else's perspective seems pretty little. I'm not saying you don't matter to some people, but I am saying that everybody's life is the most important to themselves, if you get what I mean. So when you share something that is this massive deal, maybe you crafted it for hours, maybe, maybe it's a piece of art that you're sharing with the world, and it took forever to get it done, and you're so proud of it, and it's this thing that your entire life has been revolving around for months, perhaps, if not years in some cases. So you share something, And it just doesn't get any attention. I know that's kind of depressing to think about because I'm sure it's happened to you, but it does happen. And you think to yourself, wow, nobody cares about this. Nobody really cares. So when the moment does come that something explodes or you haven't, maybe you don't get a ton of responses, but you do get a response from someone that makes all the difference. 
oh, how that makes your day. I have had moments like that. I can tell you with absolute certainty when Beck's Twitter account, and I'm not saying Beck because I actually don't know if Beck runs his Twitter account, but when his Twitter account favorited a tweet in which I quoted his lyrics, it was something to those lyrics a little worse for wear, but I'm wearing it well. I love those lyrics. So relevant all the time. So human and relevant. I love those clever little lyrics there. And when his Twitter account favorited that, that made, I'm just going to quote Beetlejuice, that made my millennium. (laughs) I was like, Beck, Beck's Twitter account responded to something I wrote. I've had a few moments like that, actually, on Twitter, almost exclusively. Say what you will about the platform. I know how people feel about it. I've had my own thoughts and feelings about it within the last few years, but I've also had some amazing interactions with people of all kinds all over the world. Twitter at the time it was in its heyday, was, it felt kind of revolutionary because you could essentially mention, have a comment with pretty much anybody who was on the platform. There were no boundaries and that felt groundbreaking. So Twitter was amazing in that regard. And I still think it is an amazing place to have conversations that can be productive. But anyway, I digress. That was an amazing moment for me when Beck, or or his Twitter account rather, liked something I wrote about him. It felt like a connection. I was like, this is legit. You know what I mean? It felt like I had a moment with one of my favorite artists. It was very cool. So when something like that happens, someone you admire, someone you, you know, someone who inspires you, creatively or someone who inspired you to go after your dream career or something like that. That is an amazing thing. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if anyone else noticed or not. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I think the number is what we focus on. The number of followers, the number of likes, the number of views. That's another thing that's always surprising when it happens. When you share a video and it racks up this amazing amount of views. How does that even happen sometimes? There is no formula for going viral. Maybe you can try to do things you think will help, but I think at the end of the day, it's a little bit of luck when something like that happens. And see, the whole whole quantity thing, even in my life, it's, it's kind of, it dominates my thoughts with my running. I'll be honest. There have been moments multiple times where I've thought, okay, it's not about the miles. It's not even about my pace. It's about the run, or at least it should be about the run. But I find myself frustrated, and I'll tell you why. I still have not got back to the pace I was at before my back injury. A year, more than a year and a half ago, that happened, and I'm still not back to where I was. And I don't know if I'll ever be where I was. I don't know if I'll ever break my pace record ever again. And that breaks my heart, but really it shouldn't. It shouldn't. I should be proud of what I accomplished and I should just enjoy the run, right? Oh, I go and look at my stats all the time in my running app. And I I think to myself, I've got to do better. I've got to do better this time, but what, what does it matter? Because it's not about the numbers, or at least it shouldn't be. I think I wrote an article about this a few years back as well. I I was thinking about 
what did I title it? The Numbers Don't Decide. And that's actually a lyric probably from several songs. But in my case, I was thinking about Radiohead song. Radiohead song, The Numbers. And there is a lyric in there where Tom sings, the numbers don't decide. And, and I, I thought about that a lot as I was listening to that album on repeat, A Moon-Shaped Pool. And I liked that. I thought, that's really brilliant. It's so simple. And a lot of people thought that lyric was cliche. But let's get real here. That's, that's the way it should be. The numbers shouldn't decide. So I, I think about that all the time when I find myself fixated, once again, on counts, on the numbers. And, and part of the reason this popped into my brain professionally the other day was because I was going over some stuff for work and I was just thinking about numbers and reporting. That's, that's a part of something I do. And I'm fairly analytical anyway. There's always that side of me that wants to know the stats and the findings behind everything. So it's something I'm always looking at. And that's where this came into my brain, was about quality, not quantity. Quality of everything. And that goes for the quality of our entire lives. What is your life like? I know there's, there are things that you, that you want, right? That you wish were better. Maybe you are in a difficult situation, or maybe you're in a terrible situation. And you could use a completely refreshing change. You need it desperately. That is different. That is different than what I'm saying, which is that we become obsessed with things and we want more. When you're in desperate need of being saved in some way, that's an entirely different thing. I want to focus on those of us, and I think it's most of us who at some point or another, we think we don't have what we need. We want this. We simply have to have this. And sometimes it's okay to indulge a little bit and get something that you want or have a good time somehow. You know what I mean? Have a little bit of a vice in moderation. If it's something like maybe you collect wine, like some friends that I used to have back in Seattle, they literally had bottles of wine all over their house. They looked like they were drunk all the time. But the truth is, they just collected these bottles because they traveled and they'd always bring a bottle back with them. And so their home was literally corners of the rooms on the shelves, on the bookshelves, just covered in wine bottles. And it was actually a really interesting conversation that we always had when I would visit or when they'd have their friends over. But maybe there are things that you love like that, that you simply have to indulge in and collect and enjoy. And that's fine. But at what point do we say, I have what I need? At what point do we say, it doesn't matter if people react or respond to something that I'm putting out there because I'm content in knowing that I have this or in knowing that this moment happened or in knowing that I have this person that I can depend on that I know has got my back. That's the kind of stuff that we should be focusing on. I debated recording this today because, wow. I can't even talk. I'm sorry. I debated recording this today because I thought I touched this enough previously. I thought I'd spoken about focusing on what matters, remembering what's important, 
enjoying life for what it is and not being so obsessed with what your online world looks like that you're absolutely intent on having more followers or more reactions. It's different if your business is online and is dependent on it. I get that. As a, as a musician, as a singer, as a songwriter, it's very easy to focus on, well, what's the attention on my stuff today? What, what, what's going on? How many website visits do I have? You know, who's listening to this? Do they care? Do they enjoy it? What's the engagement rate? You know, all those things. Diving down that rabbit hole is a dangerous place to go because you can dig so deep on those levels that you will become obsessed and you will become depressed if it doesn't meet your expectations. And perspective is everything. So when those big moments happen, like I was talking about the whole Beck thing in my tweet, when those big moments happen, you have to hold on to those moments because yeah, it means something to you. And that's a good thing. That makes you feel good. That makes you feel like, hey, I had hopefully a genuine connection. Let's just say that Beck himself saw my tweet. Let's just say that. That's amazing. That is so cool. Does he know me from the next person? No, I'm just a person. I'm just an account for that matter, right? But the fact that that happened, that gives me a smile. That makes me feel like, hey, that must have been cool if he saw it personally for him to go, yeah, you know, people are, people are digging my work. They connect with what I'm saying. And as an artist, I get that. When somebody gets you that way, it's a very gratifying and satisfying moment emotionally because you feel like they get me. They got me. It's good. So when those momentous things happen, you got to hold on to those. It's not just about the numbers. It never should be about the numbers. Yeah, again, if you're on a business online, you're an entrepreneur, absolutely, of course, you have to nurture those followers. You have to pay attention. But it's still just not about the numbers. People are not just, don't think of people as a like or a follow. Think of them as people. Think of them as people with fully realized beings and thoughts and feelings and opinions. Sonder, right? The realization that everybody around you, everybody, whether you know them or not, has a life as full and crazy as yours. And they got a lot going on. And if they take the time, if they have a moment where they recognize something you've shared or you're doing that you're super proud of some, or, or something that's just fun, exciting and exhilarating and inspiring, connect. That's where I think we need to put our efforts when we're online is about real connection. It should never just be about hoarding likes and, and wanting more followers, you know? It's an essential part of sharing a business or a creative piece if you want to grow your audience. But when it comes to actually connecting in everyday life with people, are you actually doing that? Are we actually doing that? Or are we simply throwing stuff out there hoping people see it? And what does that even mean if people see it? Interesting little experiment I, I didn't even intend to do, but it ended up happening. A few years ago on Facebook, and I'm not even on Facebook all that much. I'm on there because I maintain accounts for work and I do still have a music page. But most of the time, I'm not active. 
I'm not really doing much personally on Facebook anymore. Every once in a while, I'll go on it. But a few years back, when I was still kind of frequenting the platform, I turned my birthday reminder off. You know, when you're on Facebook, or if you used to be on Facebook, you'd see something in your sidebar that said, so-and-so's birthday is today. And everybody would wish them a happy birthday. Everybody. Even if you hadn't talked in five years or 10 years, everybody's like, happy birthday. I turned that off. I don't even think I thought about it much. I was just, I was going through my settings and I turned it off. And the next time I had a birthday, you guys, uh, crickets, radio silence. But you know what? I got messages from the people who I have great friendships with, from family. I got messages from what, where it mattered most. They weren't empty. Oh, hey, hi, it's your birthday. Yay. It's like on Reddit, everybody goes, happy cake day. It wasn't like that. And in in a way, it felt more important because I was getting messages from people and they weren't even messages. They were texts. They were phone calls from people. That's when you know what's really solid in your life. When you focus on those things, again, they really matter. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't intend to weed out who really cares about me. That was, <laughs> that was never my intention with the birthday thing. It was just, a, I'm just going to turn this off. I'm just going to flip this off because, eh. And lo and behold, it made it very obvious that, hey, I have a real relationship with these people here. And those are the kind of relationships that you need to nurture and take care of, which I'm terrible at. If I'm honest, I've talked about that, how I am terrible at staying in touch with people in general, even my family. I'm terrible at it. I, despite what I've been through and the importance I've recognized in human connection, I'm still terrible at it. It's like old habits die hard. I continue to neglect reaching out to people and staying in touch. I don't know why that is, but it is a constant learning and relearning experience for me to say, okay, you got to get outside your world. And that means you got to get outside your obsession with numbers. Yeah, the more the better, right? The faster, the better. The more views, the better. The more miles we run, oh, the better it is, right? It all feels good. But some of that stuff is empty. Some of it doesn't mean much of anything. Honestly, think about it. Let's say you share something online and it gets a lot of reactions. How long does that last? How long does that high last? What does it actually mean? I'm waiting. What does it mean? Yeah. It's the relationship. It's the connection that actually matters. And I... (laughs) Even my music, you guys. I set goals for myself and I've been doing that forever. And I have failed at so many of those goals, but I've also done a lot of things that I'm very proud of. I've been on radio shows. I've, I've had my songs played on radio stations in other states. I've collaborated with people overseas. And I still feel empty sometimes with that part of my life. Like I haven't achieved what I really wanted to. I sit back and think, what have I actually done? But I have done things 
I'm a little behind. Yeah, I've still got plans. I'm still working on new music. I'm way behind on that. I've been uninspired. I'm trying to get things in place so I can do more with my work I'm doing right now. And I feel like I've failed because I get discouraged and I don't stay on top of things. And again, it's about these songs. You know, how many songs can I do? How many, I want to release another album. I got to do it by X date, you know? And God forbid I don't meet that goal. But you know what? It is okay. All in good time. I've talked about time and the passage of time and why it's important to some, 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 why it's important for sometimes to just let that time go and things will work out. It's like letting your body heal. It is the passage of time, perhaps more than anything that matters, and giving yourself that time, giving yourself that break. So the next time, you share something and you expect huge results and you want the reactions, you want the attention. Let's face it, we want attention. What did I say? We want attention. We want respect. We want to be noticed. We want to be loved and appreciated and celebrated. That feels so good. But there are the people that will do that. They do it all the time. And you're probably missing it. Not all the time. But I guarantee you there's moments that people are celebrating you and you miss it. And I know that because I suddenly think back to these moments and I think, wow, how could I miss that? Quality, not quantity. The people that you know in your real life right now, those quality people, the stuff that's happening right now in your life that's good and solid that makes you content. Maybe you don't have everything you really want. Maybe something, maybe you need a new car because it's, it's completely a mess. You know what I mean? Even in those moments where you're in desperate need of something new, where you need something, cha- where change needs to happen, where it's essential that it happens, there's got to be something that's really solid in your life. The stuff that you can hold on to. Quality, quality, quality. You don't need to have a huge circle of friends or people around you to have a few solid people in your life. That's what's important. Focus on the good stuff, not just the stuff. You know what I mean? The excess stuff. Because your worth cannot be measured in likes or friends or successes or presentations given or the amount that you make at your job or your title or the number of people that you know. I mean, yes, if you touch people in your life, that's fantastic. That's brilliant. And you can give away value and inspiration and positivity and progress that's fantastic for the world by doing those things. But ultimately, your worth is not dependent on those things. You are whole and worthy without all of the numbers, without all of the, those things, without all of the stuff. It's not that it doesn't feel good. But feeling isn't everything. Our emotions get us into trouble all too often. We forget that our emotions can lead us astray. 
So you gotta come back to the heart of it. You come, gotta come back to the humility of it. That what you are, what your worth is, is all there already. And you don't need to do anything to prove that. A little bit of deeper stuff there for you. As we talk about quality, not quantity. All right, guys, I think that's all today. I don't really know if I stayed on track there, but it had been a few queen deep dives and I wanted to divert to something else, but I got to get back to queen. We're almost done with Flash Gordon. And I'm going to tell you guys who wowed me the most on Queen's ninth album before I dive into their 10th and a huge change of pace. I just thought of Pace Picante sauce, which is funny because I'm not a big fan of Pace Picante sauce, but <laughs> randomness at its finest. Okay, guys, I hope you have a fantastic day or week or life ahead of you. How's that? And all about the quality. Always think about the quality. Mm, I just thought of something else. Please do not surround yourself with people for the sake of having more people around you, especially if they're not good people, especially if they're toxic people, especially if they're using you. Focus on the good ones, the good eggs, the warm hearts. I think you know when you find them. All right, guys, keep yourselves alive. I'll be back next time for some more chatter and music stuff. Yeah, I think maybe my next random episode that is not Queen and not a random deep dive will be about something music related. How's that? What should we talk about? If you have any ideas, let me know. I'd love to talk some more about music. Hey guys, take care. Take care.